From Connext Media, this is Atlanta Born and Brand. I'm your host, Jonathan Hilliard. Atlanta Born and Brand is a show all about businesses that are being built right here in the capital of the South. But more importantly, it's a show about their founders. We wanted to find some of the city's most interesting entrepreneurs and creators, hear about their challenges, successes, and how they built a brand that will last. Maybe most importantly, we want to introduce these founders, brands, and businesses to the city they live in, their neighbors, to make sure Atlanta and those brands that call it home can thrive for generations to come. Today, it's our great pleasure to introduce you to Carissa Tuttle, owner of Simply Done Donuts. She's a native of Dallas, Texas, but after coming to Atlanta, she went from corporate America to food truck operator to restaurant owner in nearly the blink of an eye. She did it all with a product that may fit in the palm of your hand, but packs a big flavor punch. In the process, she helped put an Atlanta spin on a classic guilty pleasure. Quick disclaimer, we actually did this interview in her shop, so you will definitely hear some sounds of the trade in the background. You're from Dallas, Texas, you said? Yes. Land of 700 donut shops, mm-hmm. as you put it. At the very least, yes. What, uh, what brings you to Atlanta? And I'm going to eat a donut, by the way, while you talk. You Is should. that cool? They're warm and delicious. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, well, at the time, I was working for AT&T Corporate, mm-hmm. and they promoted me, so I moved out here and uh, kept working with them for about another five years or so. Hmm. And then at the same time, I realized I hit 30, and I was like, I can't keep doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I need a change, something more my pace and so I decided to jump into donuts Mm. it was actually the first word I ever said Um, okay there you go I grew up eating donuts for special occasions so those are like some of my favorite memories yeah and um like your birthday cake basically yes yeah and my wedding cake because we just got (laughs) married so I did donuts but um instead of investing in like a retail space to start off we decided to do a food truck Mm which allowed us to kind of test our waters, test our product, meet people, see what they liked, figure out pricing, location, all that good stuff. And I did the two for about a year and a half. And then this lovely area of Duluth randomly had a sign up saying Parsons Alley was coming when Joe and I decided we wanted to start a retail space. And with the truck, we had been out here for all the town green events before. And we knew we loved the community and we loved the people. Um, and when we saw the sign, we're like, this is the stars aligning. Like this is meant to be kind of thing. That's crazy. And we started the conversations with the developer Mm -hmm. and it just went from there. And it's pretty awesome. So you kind of like, you summed up everything really quickly there, but I know it was a lot more stressful than you Uh, just made it sound. (laughs) So you're working for Mm AT&T and you hit 30. It's funny. I hit 30 and decided I was going to quit my corporate job and open a production company, right? So maybe that's the like quarter life crisis, you know, that we deal with. But anyhow, what was that process? You, you decide, okay, I'm done with the corporate job and I want to do something that's more me. Mm -hmm. Was that scary for you or is your personality just one that you know you're kind of caution to the wind and and go for it what was that experience like for you you know we were actually just talking about this I have a tendency to not overthink things Hmm. because if you do that you'll talk yourself out of something and I 
I kind of figured, okay, I'm going to budget this to test this, this out, this <laughs> idea. And that's when I bought my first donut machine. And then I, I was like, okay, I bought this. Now I need my truck. So then I bought a, I used something more affordable that would fit my budget. Yep. And knowing going into it, if this didn't work out, I'll be okay. I will have learned. Sure. Um, but if it works, then awesome. So I kind of just jumped in for the most part, I yeah. guess. And then I just kind of level set it with myself, realizing, okay, don't exceed this amount of money. Let's just test the waters sure. and go from there. Did you do the food truck and your full-time job simultaneously, or did you just jump in and, um, and get I into did. it? I did because most of the food truck events were at night anyhow mm -hmm. and weekends yeah it allowed me to um, work both and then kind of uh, keep my paying job where right. I was making money and had benefits and then save up what I did make sure. which was nice but for that year and a half we didn't really have in life yeah but that was okay because we were meeting lots of people, right. getting more familiar with Atlanta because we were still relatively new. Sure. And uh, we were growing on this new journey at that point. Yeah. So tell me, so when you're doing the food truck, is it like Piedmont Park, you know, like you're talking about the events yeah. in Duluth, like the food truck Fridays, just finding whatever you could and, yep. and booking a spot there? How does I, that go? Exactly. So... It's funny because Atlanta isn't a super friendly food truck um, place. It's still pretty new scene, right? It feels that way. And yeah. then um, a lot of people, or the city in particular, makes it very difficult for us just to show up anywhere. Hmm. So where it's worth our time and value is going to the big food truck events. So Dumwitty, Lilburn, Lawrenceville. When we first started, we decided, okay, let's do these areas yeah. where we knew there was a crowd and we could at least make some sales sure. and make it worth our time. But we weren't able just to go park anywhere we wanted. Right. And then from there, once you start getting your feet wet, because you're meeting all these people, it turns into, hey, my son has a birthday party. Hmm. Do you do birthday parties? Um, I have a wedding we do coming now. up. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then weddings. So there's been this whole new trend um, about doing donuts for weddings yeah donut walls donut towers that sort of thing so we kind of just entered into that market at a good time right and everybody wants something unique <laughs> and what's better than a really hot yummy fresh donut what looks better on instagram than donuts at your wedding too, oh i know right? Right. how cool is that and you have them stacked up beautifully and then you yeah. can add flowers to them and pearls <laughs> so yeah you can get really fa fancy and customized <laughs> what is the uh what's the food truck community like do you like get to know those those other oh. vendors and yeah like, that's a good I question there's some characters in that bunch too there are <laughs> and um so we've worked with oh my gosh I'd, I'd say nearly almost all of them and there's probably 200 trucks yeah. in Atlanta and wow. every year there's more coming and going people yeah. learn it's a really really tough business because one you're weather dependent and weather ruins mm -hmm. a lot so as we know from what like the rainiest year in the history yep. of Atlanta this yep. past year and being the end of the year I was doing the books and talking oh, with my CPA man. so rain and it's out of our control which sucks sure that's the sucky part but the food truck community we're a very tight-knit group hmm. super supportive because the city doesn't really support us so much hmm. um, and we have to fight a lot of battles with them yeah 
and then the permitting process is cumbersome they make it really challenge challenging and then it costs a lot of money for these permits and you got to get permits in every yeah. county um, and then every county has different regulations yeah. and it's being aware of what those are keeping them up to date and so on but uh, it also is concerning how some people are on the streets with food trucks and they don't have permits yeah and it happens and they yeah. give us a bad name kind of scary when you think about it it is i know which <laughs> ones to eat at and which ones not to <laughs> i need to get that list I'll, from I'll, you Carissa. Yes, i'll get that to you <laughs> so how long were you doing the food truck thing before you said you kind of you guys were down here for i guess the event in duluth and saw uh, saw that there was a retail space available how long had you been doing it at that point uh, I would say that was probably close to a year and a half. And was a, a retail brick and mortar store always the long term plan for you? No, I yeah. wanted to franchise franchise out the food truck concept. Yeah. But then I really, really the community here speaks to me, hmm. and I said if I don't try this now, while we don't have kids, well. I'm young enough to take the risk, and I could always go back to corporate America. Right. And I think doing this speaks a lot on a resume. No I, doubt. I kind of just talked myself into it. Yeah. Basically. And yeah, your resume now says accountant, manager. Yes. <laughs> no janitor. Uh, everything All in of it. it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Pretty exactly. much event planner even. Event so planner, it just goes sure. on and on. And I know through the process, I was going to learn a lot. Hmm. And again, it was that step I was like I'm not gonna think too much on it um, I'm gonna just jump in do it see if yeah. it works if I fail it's okay um, I will have learned a lot <laughs> yeah so you're you're newly married yes was your now husband were you guys together before the donut thing started yep. mm-hmm. okay so he's kind of rocked the he's whole journey, on this with, journey you. with me that's cool <laughs> Whether he wants to or not but no it turns out he really wants to <laughs> yeah that's good and is he he works full-time with you now yep. as well he he quit his personal training job so yes he was a personal trainer right. and we were making donuts <laughs> um, he kind of still does the training on the side but yeah. mostly yeah we're we're committed to to growing this listen some would argue that that's the perfect combination because uh, yes. like if you didn't have a personal trainer as a co- co-owner yep. who knows yes right? well and i really hope that that him and I can be an example that like hey you can actually enjoy these kind of things sure um and and not be overweight and everything Hmm. in moderation and um but that's also why I went into mini donuts too because it allows you to sample more flavors and not feel so guilty about it well and I was going to ask you too about when you started the the food truck was it experience that you had like you said with all the all the different variety of donuts in Dallas how did you decide what your first product line was going to be it was the woman who sold me my donut machine the very (laughs) first one for the truck I found her in Oregon and she talked to me on the phone about a recipe that did really really well for her she shared it with me so she was almost just kind of like this little angel because I was just jumping in not knowing what to do so we took her recipe and then we added our own little flavorings Mm -hmm. to it to make it our own and then it just kind of went from there so she made it somewhat easier for us to get into this yeah Yeah. (laughs) because i I don't have a baking background 
I didn't make donuts ever. Yeah. And it's um. You figured it out as you went. Yep. Yeah. So I'm. I mean, I'm looking at your your flavor wall mm-hmm. right now, and you've got is it 20, 20 different flavors. Twenty four. Twenty four different flavors. Yeah, because some of those can be chocolate, maple ice. Right. And, yeah. Right. Did you start off with such a broad no list? What was the the first line? The uh, the food truck is so limited on space. Yeah. We started off with about uh, uh, ten flavors, and That's now still a lot. It is still a for lot for a food truck. Yeah. Yeah. And um, obviously doubled it up, and then we do donuts of the month here in the shop. So we're <laughs> always working on new flavors yeah. and things to keep people coming in here. But those flavors we started with on the truck, we still do today on the truck. Yeah. Like they do, people love them. Sure. So I, I can imagine that a food truck, you know, you definitely want to market your, yourself to get people to come to these events, but like you're kind of at the event and yeah. people come up to you. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's a lot different when you've got a brick and mortar that is in a community that really people aren't moving in in and out of the community every day so all of a sudden now you have to make yourself a destination yep. for people to come into town yes is that something that that kept you up at night when you're opening the store like are we gonna have the same four people come into the shop like oh, every day <laughs> this is such a hot topic for yeah. us right now uh, and that's because in almost uh, april will be four years we've been doing the truck yeah and march will be two years for the shop and then in these four years total, mm-hmm. we have never spent any money on marketing, which is wow. pretty amazing. It is. And we're still alive, yep. even this much time later, which most small businesses, especially mm-hmm. restaurants, fail in their first year. Yeah. Um, so it's a blessing that we've gotten this far and not sure. spent any money on it. But we are to the point where now we do need a market. Mm. And we just hired our first store manager yeah and hopefully with having him on board he'll be able to take a lot of this stuff off my plate because I've been so in the weeds Mm -hmm. and when you have a truck and a store it's basically two restaurants sure so um, our goal is to hit the streets get out there Mm. get to businesses more wedding venues churches schools let them know we're here because still to this day in this community people can live a mile and not Mm. know we're here yeah um and location is really important and then we're kind of tucked back here on the back side sure which makes it super challenging i can imagine yeah yeah you guys have done a a great job i I noticed there's you've got some signage up on the street oh you're so observant Um, i'm I'm glad you saw (laughs) yeah definitely um but you've also done a good job you got a cool mural outside your door people take pictures with it all the time yes you you do you do a great job of focusing on that on instagram as well Mm -hmm. so you know you kind of build in your brand through even just that that little mural outside yes who did the mural by the way um it was a local artist actually nice and then after this project she moved out to LA and started doing murals out there wow we try to keep everything we do very local sure um like for instance for our wedding our photographer is a customer I met yeah. her she's like oh I'm a wedding photographer I was like okay great how convenient and super convenient <laughs> the officer we had to hire for our wedding is a Duluth police officer yeah. that comes in we met him hired him and then we've hired some guys over at Good Word to do some artwork for us as yeah. well. 
like I'm all about supporting local and especially small business. Sure. So tell me when you, I guess you signed the papers to get your, your brick and mortar started. Mm -hmm. It was, this was a new development. So it wasn't like, did you guys sign on before the building was even here? Uh, right when it was put up, the walls okay. were up. Gotcha. Yeah, um, it was completely just a construction zone on the inside. Right. But it was a blank canvas for yes, you, essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we talked about all those different mm -hmm. things you can put on your resume now. Yes. Like Interior decorator. Interior decorator. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, basically, you know, pseudo architect, essentially. And, yeah. I, I actually, through the process, I identified a huge flaw in um, my general contractor's hmm. uh, drawings. And had he gone through with it, it would have cost me a lot of money to fix the issue. Wow. And what's funny is the health department didn't even see it either. But I'm very, very detailed oriented, yep. which I think if you own a business, you kind of have to be. Sure. And uh, if you're not, you better get that way. Yep. Right. You have no choice. Um, yeah. But yeah, put that one on my resume, I guess, too. <laughs> so. Um, what was that process like of, of just watching it go from you know, however many walls mm -hmm. are in the, because you got kind of a weird shape, it's like little corridor here. Yes. But turning that into a coffee shop donut house. I actually really enjoyed in designing this space. Yeah. I wanted things to pop. I wanted mm -hmm. to feel homey. Um, what would people like to see? Because I would go out to other donut places. Yeah. And see what it was they were doing. I do sure. research like crazy. And um, just going off our logo a lot because people would say that they love our logo. Right. And that has bright colors to it. And then as far as like coffee was new for us. We didn't do coffee on the on truck. The food truck. And I yeah. didn't drink coffee. Sure. So I knew nothing about it. And I knew having visited a lot of donut places, coffee is an afterthought. Hmm. They don't I don't know any that practice doing really good coffee mm. and that became my second passion yeah. and I wanted to make sure we teamed up with someone who had great purpose behind their coffee mm. and Three Tree Coffee Roasters in Statesboro uh, does an amazing job and funny enough I met him at a market and he's from Duluth and his family still How here. about that? So again stars aligning kind of thing yep. I feel like no doubt. Um, and someone having their hand in this but that for me is one of my favorite partnerships. Yeah. And then last year we won best coffee shop in Gwinnett. And then we're about to um, find out what the results are again for this mm -hmm. last round. So we'll see if we can keep that the prize. Going. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, anything and everything in this space just comes from my heart. Sure. I wanted to make it personal. So when you're here, you find pictures of us going through the process, mm -hmm. how we got started, the truck, um, any articles that were written during the process. Yep. I even have diagrams of the build out on the walls, <laughs> pictures with, you know, a lot of the TV movie set people that we meet, yeah. which is a lot of fun. And then, um, you know, we put pillows in here to keep it cozy. Yeah. And, uh, music to make you feel relaxed just the lighting as well was a factor so sure. all these things it's like sensory items and you're right. like what will work with people and I knew what I liked and I kind of just rolled with that hmm. did you have anybody to lean on in that process or was it just kind of you're scoured you're scourging YouTube and the internet for just the things that kind of strike uh, you 
Um, I used Pinterest a lot yeah, for Pinterest, ideas. Yeah, Pinterest, that makes yes. sense. And then, you know, when you start to get involved with the city, they have regulations as far as signage goes, mm-hmm. for example, and there's things I can and can't do. And maybe through the process, you play dumb just to get by with something. Um, and you Ask learn for and grow forgiveness from Forgiveness yes. and uh, permission. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. There's a million little things in this sure. whole process. It's, it's insane. But, um, I think I think for the most part, it just came from what I liked. Yeah. And um, as far as though tables and chairs, though, I struggled with because, like you hmm. said, it's kind of a funky space. Yeah. And we had um, a close friend of ours who is an interior designer for hotels. Nice. So she she took the the footage, the square footage diagram, and she put some stuff together for me. Told me where to buy it. Nice. I bought it, and it worked out perfectly. Before we go on with today's episode, I want to take a minute to address the small business owners listening to the show. Here at Atlanta Born and Brand, we hope to bring great value to you over the course of our first season. And now, we're looking for a couple partners to help us do that. If you're interested in advertising your business or brand on this show, let us know. We're looking to build a team of great companies and ultimately create a network that props up all great Atlanta-run businesses. If you'd like more information, send us an email at info at atlborn.com. That's info at atlborn.com. When you walk into Simply Done Donuts, it definitely has a little bit of a coffee shop vibe, but there's another layer to it for sure. My favorite part of the store though, it's gotta be the decorating window where customers can watch their donuts being made, always fresh and to order. I wanted something fun for kids and Mm -hmm. people to do while they waited for donuts. Yeah. Cause you know, Imagine a Saturday and we have a line out the door. The wait can get, you know, a bit long when you're not used to that at a donut place because, you know, they have a display case and it's just grab and go. Sure. Um, But since we're making them to order, I was kind of sensitive to the fact of that and I wanted to give them something to occupy their time. Right. And, man, the kids love it. That's cool. And that's one of those personal touches that I just wanted to give for one, that's what I would like to see. Yeah. But I know the community would love to see that too. Right. I think it's uh, everything's usually back in the kitchen. Definitely. And left to um, your own mind and thinking yeah. what it could be. But so now we kind of open that up. And then I like to be transparent. Sure. On everything. So even like our opening between the kitchen and the yep. bar is fairly wide open. You can always see what we're doing. We always keep a clean kitchen. Right. Um, hopefully that that kind of informs people that, hey, they're Definitely. tidy, they're clean. You care about it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's funny because I can remember one of my favorite memories growing up. I'm a donut mm-hmm. person too, by the way. It wasn't my that, first word. We're going to be friends. No doubt. <laughs> one of my best memories growing up, we would go to one of the larger donut chains Mm -hmm. in the southeast but there was a shop right around the corner from our house okay and this chain you know is the same thing they have a wide open window and i remember watching the line of donuts going under the glazer yeah and that was like yes Yes. saturday morning like before we had our our little game or whatever yeah we would go to the donut shop and watch that so when i saw your picture window i was like yeah. A little bit of uh, nostalgia, you know, now, watching the donuts. Yes. Now yeah. we need to just work on a sign so people know it's there. Sure. Um, again, like nothing is ever static. We're always yeah. learning and improving. Right. And still people will come in like five, t- let's say five times. We had a customer. She's like, I've been in five
five times, and I didn't even know there was a decorating window. Yeah. Uh, so I made sure to tell my team, let people know that this right. is an option for them. You need some uh, some neon. Neon lights. L- just like a, a neon light that says, look here, with yes. an arrow. Why would I look there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because how many people are n- going to see that and not look at I know. There, you know? I'm going to work on I'll that. I'll give you that one for can free. Can you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give that one for free. I can make a video of the uh, you putting up the neon sign. I can't actually make a neon okay. sign. Sorry. Fair enough. But I know somebody who You can't can. do everything. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So tell me about your team now. I know that you know you said you and Joe have kind of been in this journey together yeah. from, from the beginning. But running a shop is more than a two-person job, yeah. obviously. So. How do you guys uh, delegate responsibilities now, and, and who's part of your team? Um, man, we so with restaurants, it's natural to have high turnover. Mm-hmm. And then we were new to owning a restaurant to begin with. Sure. So um, we hired a bunch of young kids, you mm-hmm. know, first-time workers who didn't have never had a job before. Right. And it hit, would blow your mind <laughs> that they don't know how to Windex, like grabbing a wet cloth to Windex. Would or, it though? It doesn't blow oh, my mind, Carissa. Or how to even sweep or, ugh, yeah. man. And you think something so simple to us, but it is not a yeah. common thing for, for young kids. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then another thing in the restaurant business is you're always hiring. Right. Regardless, no matter how awesome of managers you are, how good of a team you have, because life happens. Yeah. And um, we've had the ups and downs. Luckily, we've never struggled too much with finding work. People love working right. here, but then school happens. And then sure. um, I've lost two really good employees because of health concerns and hmm. You know, we stand on concrete all day and every day, so it's not, yeah. you know, the best on your body. But um, I have one girl who's been with us since we opened, hmm. and she is my rock star. Yeah. And then our uh, shop manager just started last week. And then um, our whole team, though, are team players. Yeah. And that's what I require from everyone who works here, as well as putting care into everything that we do so that's from greeting people at the door making good donuts making a good cup of coffee cleaning this space well like putting care into everything will keep us and make us different from everyone else I feel like I want people to think of this as their home I want to be the home for maybe someone who lost their home and a comfortable place for them to come hang out and like for me and Joe we love knowing people and we've made friends through this process too. I can I, imagine. Dinners with neighbors who live right here in the new townhomes mm-hmm. and even the merchants, we're all connected and supportive of each other. Yeah. But having this space, like all these little dots start to get connected and then before you know it, you've built this kind of web, this support team and system. Yeah. And um, I think too, given how things are run in here, we attract a different, um, uh, crowd of people who want to work here and so I think because of that we haven't really had trouble with employees sure. and that's a good thing do you find as a business owner especially being a restaurant like you are here the hardest thing for me running a business is accepting the fact that the other people that work in the business don't care about it as much as, as well. I do 
that that's a tough thing for it me is. because I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm always thinking about the business. Clearly, mm-hmm. like even when I go home playing with the kids, like, your baby. I'll get away from it for a couple hours here and there. But then yeah. as I'm laying down to go to sleep, I'm thinking about the business. Yep. I can imagine in this when, like you said, a lot of times you're hiring younger kids that maybe this is their first job. Mm-hmm. It's a way to, you know, it's their movie theater money, mm-hmm. basically. Like, do you struggle with that or is that just me? No, I do all yeah. the time. I actually just held a, our first team meeting for the year on Monday. Yeah. And um, I, I want to just a level set with everyone, but then also start the new year on the right vision and the right foot and what I'm expecting going forward because Joe and I want to be in other communities like this yeah. and I want to grow this thing at least try to and say I tried and if it doesn't work it doesn't work Yeah. but I think there's something very special here and I feel it in my heart and mm. the way people feel when they come in and getting to be a part of people's weddings and birthday parties and we throw kids birthday parties here in this space yeah. like we're part of people's big memories. Yeah, so that cool. to me is like the coolest thing. No doubt. But no one is ever going to put that amount of care into it because it's not their baby. Yeah. But um, you can definitely get them pretty darn close, I feel yeah. like. So I, you know, a resume can say one thing, but I I personally go off hiring a, a heart. Yeah. And the I feel. Like the feel. Yeah. And I let them know what my vision for this business is. Mm -hmm. And if they're not on board with it, then, you know, they're not right for the team. And that's okay. But Yeah, better off for them, you know, because if they don't want to, you know, they're going to be miserable here if they're not lined up with you. Yeah. You mentioned this community and some of the other um, business owners in the community, you know, driving. Like I said, I grew up in Duluth, um, and I'm fortunate to know a couple of the other business owners you got this kind of really cool dynamic of female business owners in downtown Duluth. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know how much you guys talk to each other. Or we if, really don't. If you, it's so funny you uh, said that. If you've even noticed that, but like the Personify shop, um, uh, Maddie and Tammy oh, up I love there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Marsha down at Four Forks. Yes. Yep. And the uh, two girls, I, don't, I haven't even met them yet, at Chocolatary. Yeah. Ashley, who owns, like, the pottery place. Right. And then, um, oh, Brianna, who owns Crave Pie. Yeah. But, yes, I've, you know, it's funny. We've never once, when we all talk, talk about that. Yeah. Because I think we're so involved hmm. in running the business. Sure. But one of my goals this year is to hold uh, networking events here monthly. Right. So kind of like a mimosas and mini donuts kind of thing. But mm-hmm. hoping to connect people locally yeah and uh, help people build their businesses too yeah so hopefully during those moments we'll all be able to get to talk and um, and then I guess really when I think about it it's the bigger restaurants that are kind of male operated Hmm. so good word nacho daddy pure yeah um, I think and dreamland yeah dreamland sure so yeah the females are I guess they're dominating the area. No doubt. But, like it's strength in numbers. Yes. No doubt. But how cool is that though? You know, you talked about some young kids coming to work for you. Mm-hmm. Like I just think back about when I was in high school, especially in the suburbs, it felt like small business was like super male dominated. Mm-hmm. Like business owners, 
Um, yeah. We're just really predominantly male. And, and I'm sure there are parts of even Atlanta that are still like that yeah. today. But downtown Duluth, like, That's you guys are That's pretty awesome now it. that you point this out. Yeah. Well, when I started, um, when I signed the paperwork for yeah. this, every single person I dealt with was male. Wow. From the broker who found me this spot to the developers mm-hmm. to the contract workers to the health department uh that always caught my eye <laughs> I'm like this is all men yeah and uh which is a interesting experience because sure i think naturally there's sometimes the tendency like to talk over hmm. but i'm a very strong person and I know what I want, which is right. a good thing. <laughs> no doubt. Stand your ground. So, um, have you, uh, I'm, I'm sure you've met the mayor. Yes. I yeah, love Nancy. She's such a cool lady. I, I, we talked to her last night at this Duluth business meeting. Yeah. And it's just cool to see like this kind of revolution that she's sort of led. Thank God somebody is because yeah. it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And the team of people who work with her are even better. They held my hand through this really? process. Hmm. Um, I didn't get to work with her so much, but she brings her granddaughter in. Yeah. And to see her eat donuts is just pure joy. But uh, they're super supportive of everyone in here. They listen to our problems. They help us out when we need it, which is good. Well, it's it's cool you say that because in having conversations with them, it sounds like they wanted Duluth to be a little different mm-hmm. in that they really cared about what businesses came in. They weren't signing, they weren't giving leases to anybody that came up and, you know, had a checkbook. That's funny you said that because when I reached out, I was like, oh, I'm a nobody because I'm a, just a little food truck and I don't have anything special yeah. about me. And they did, I, I think he had mentioned looking up our, our reviews or website. They, they did kind of a a sneak research where they came to a food truck event, had our donuts, Hmm. and then they started asking friends who had had our donuts in the city, like at a a truck event. And they gave me the green light, which I was so surprised because at that time, I knew they were looking for bigger players, like more, um, I don't know if upscale cuisine is the right thing, but more established brands or something of the sort. But I was happy they took the chance on little me. Well, but, you have to be balanced in a, com- yeah. in a community, too. Like, that was important for them. Yes, you got to have those couple of big, like, staple restaurants. Mm-hmm. But, like, how many people, you know, go to one of those restaurants and they want a cup of coffee yeah. or they want a dessert, you yeah. know, afterwards? And so I feel like, especially in Duluth and, um, you know, in some of the other communities like Lawrenceville and Roswell, you're starting to realize that and so you're getting some of the specialty shops around those restaurants which is a cool cool thing Um, I try to teach my kids how important small businesses are (laughs) like they matter to the economy to the the local market for sure and um, you know these new kids who come into working they just look at it as a job but uh, I'm like guys you don't realize that by you guys helping us and keeping this place the way we want it um, ensures that we have customers coming back, which ensures that I can keep employing people, which ensures that um, we stay in business personally. And then it keeps us giving back to the community too. So it's like the cycle of events that happens, but at the the forefront, all they see is work. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, by year five, 80% of small businesses close. And I think it's even higher than that. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I mean, when we started building this place out, we drive straight up uh, Peachtree Industrial. Yeah. And there was a restaurant being built out. They closed within six months. Another, um, so they emptied out. And then another restaurant moved in. Mm-hmm. And they closed probably about the same time. It's been three businesses in two years. Wow. And that's how cutthroat the food industry yeah. is. Yeah, well, I think, too, Atlanta got super caught up in the shopping center, mm-hmm. like, culture. Mm-hmm. And the suburbs especially, like, you said, coming up Peachtree Industrial, like, how many shopping centers do you pass oh, on yeah. your way to Duluth that are just, like, how many stores can we cram into this yes. one space? Yeah. And I think that's what people love about downtown Duluth, um, you know, the Marietta Square, oh, yeah. um, those places, because there's just more character mm-hmm. and there's more of a community and identity yep. behind the businesses, behind the people that are hanging out and eating dinner there. Yes. Like, you feel, you, I'm sure you feel that here in Duluth. Def- definitely. That's what drew me to it. Yeah. So back in, in Dallas, Texas, they build everything to look exactly the same. And right. that's so boring to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that this is walkable and then the city allows you to have open containers so you don't, I mean, you can enjoy the weather outside and yep. have a nice cocktail at the same time, um, live music, and yeah. it's a really desirable area just to go out in and explore. Sure. Um, and then especially when they throw events and the weather's beautiful, yep. it's just like there's nowhere else you need to be. No doubt. But you, ha- you have to have character <laughs> and something to appeal to people. And just the same look, like cookie-cutter homes, you know, nothing exciting about that. Right. But what these little towns are doing, I think, speaks to people, and people are starting to notice. While Duluth is starting to build a great reputation around Metro Atlanta, getting the word out is still a major priority for Carissa. Luckily for her, in the world of social media where imagery is king, she's got some pretty amazing inventory to showcase. So for up until December, I've been doing all the social media, and this is one of the changes that I hired um, a digital marketing company, finally. Yeah, yeah. Because, man, dude, it would take me an hour to do a post because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Yeah, but, and you're a details person, so yes. you just sit there and stare at oh, the and words, I, I don't you? I would study the algorithms, and <laughs> I, but I, as yep. a business owner, don't have time to be doing that. That's right. not my focus. right. And I nipped it in the butt, and I hired uh, the number one food influencer in Atlanta, ATL Bucket List, and she took my account over. She's a stud. Yes. And uh, Alyssa's her name, and she took over my account uh, starting in December. So I'm excited to start that partnership. But uh, to answer your question, Instagram, uh, by doing it, I learned that colors help (laughs) food like, cause I would do posts on coffee, which maybe it wouldn't get so much engagement, but food pictures are where it's at. <laughs> and then even handling my Facebook page too, I learned that audience is yeah. different where Facebook is primarily more families and they like the caring stuff, the coffee stuff sure. or the people posts. Whereas my Instagram, um, and I, I think this is fairly common, um, across the board, but Instagram, you have to visually 
grab someone yeah. immediately to get their attention. And yeah. the best way to do that is food. Yep. And um, so going through that process, I learned a lot. Yeah. And it was kind of research in a way to learn more about my demographic as well. But I'm very happy I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's fun, but man, will that not consume Oh, yeah. Time. And it's a love-hate thing because someone can have a bad experience, too, and then go straight to social media. Sure. Instead of the oldies where if something was wrong, you would ask for a manager, right? right? That is not a thing anymore. It, it's just straight to, I had a bad experience, and yeah. I'm going to post this and leave this review. Yep. And that's something we all struggle with. No doubt. But yeah, that's, that's definitely a challenge that maybe yes. businesses didn't face 20, 30 Mm-mm. years ago that... No. Everybody's just trying to get, get a handle on. Yeah. You, you touched on it a little bit and alluded to it, but I'm curious to know what you think the future holds for Simply Done. What are the next steps for you? Um, well, I'm very future forward thinking. Yeah. So my dream is to grow this nationally. Hmm. And I'm, I'm already starting to build the system to hopefully franchise this out. And I've been talking with people about doing so. And it's very important for me and in my conversations with this company that we keep the same feel that we have here. And I don't want to just be a typical franchise. Sure. Um, so I have to be very careful about it, but I do want to impact people's lives elsewhere. Yeah. And um, that's my vision. Do you see that starting locally here and branching out or maybe not so much? Um, I feel not so much, but that's probably Hmm. only because I work 24-7 and I haven't been able to venture out as much as I would like. Sure. But I can tell you there's a lot of people who are like, you should open one here. No, Hmm. we need one here. Yeah. So I'm totally open. That's got to be a great feeling. It is. It is. And I'm totally open to where um, this journey takes me. Yeah. And... I, I know along the way, things have lined up perfectly the way they should, yeah. and I have faith that it will continue that way. Well, how can people in the, the small business community help? Um, well, one, definitely come try us. Yeah. And then, if anything, keep us in mind for corporate events, for weddings, any and everything sort of event, we, got, we do it. We're yeah. a caterer. And... Uh, just keep us in mind and if anything plan a date night or a family night out in this area because most people don't even know this area exists sure we hear it countless times (laughs) like we didn't even know this was here (laughs) but i really want people to get out here and enjoy this area and see what else there is besides you know atlanta and that the burbs actually have some good food and good scenery and good things to do if you haven't yet i would highly recommend checking out the simply done donuts food truck But even more so, as Carissa said, plan a trip up by 85 and visit her and the team at their store in Duluth. Tell them Atlanta Born and Brand sent you. I do not think you will regret it. But all dad jokes aside. Atlanta Born and Brand is a production of Connects Media. We're a full-service digital media production company focused on helping small businesses tell their story in the most effective way they can. If you're looking to tell the story of your business, we'd love to help. You can find us at connectatl.com. Special thanks go out to Chris Hilliard, Joshua Pruitt, and our families who make it all possible. Stay tuned to the show for more stories from the city's top startups and small businessmen and women. You can do that by subscribing in Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever else you might happen to be listening. If you like the show, we'd really appreciate a review and a rating. And of course, share it with your friends. Keep up with the show on social media. We're at ATL Born Brand on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also like our Atlanta Born and Brand Facebook page. Finally, you can find all the previous episodes of the show on our website, atlborn.com. For Atlanta Born and Brand and Connects Media, I'm Jonathan Hilliard. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you all soon.